Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, Psalms 118 and 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you are like I am, and it is a great day to praise God. How about that? Traveling Pulpit family, let me tell you. I am so excited and I hope that you're excited too because this is the end of the message series entitled, That's What Faith Can Do. And on next week, we'll have a whole new message series. Again, I don't know what that is, but the Holy Spirit will reveal it to me and then I will announce it to you. But until then, this is the final message for That's What Faith Can Do. And what can faith do, Traveling Pulpit family? Faith can do a multitude of things. Let me tell you, we're going to talk about the one, the only son of God, the Messiah, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm talking about Yeshua, Jesus Christ. That's who I'm talking about today. Traveling pulpit family, we are going to start off in Matthew 17 and verse 14, but we're not going to finish there. But I promise I won't keep you long today, but I just want to point out a few facts of that's what faith can do. Over in Matthew 17, verse 14, this is where Jesus heals a boy with a demon. You know, traveling pulpit family, we are in that day and that time when, or where I should say, demons are just running rampant throughout the earth now. They're not even hiding themselves anymore. They're just unmasked, unchecked, running about doing whatever they feel that they can do in weak-minded humans and strong-minded humans alike. They are doing whatever they think that they can get away with. But let me tell you something, Traveling Pulpit family. It is because of faith that we have the ultimate weapon in our possession, and that is the Spirit of God inside of us. None of these things that we do, we do of our own power because our own power is to sin. But everything that we do in Christ, it goes against the sin we want to commit. Case in point right here in John seven, uh, Matthew, forgive me, Matthew 17 and 14. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him, talking about Jesus, kneeling before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and he suffers terribly, for even he, for often he falls into the fire and often into water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. I want to stop right there, traveling pulpit family, because I want to point out just because you look like a Christian and you claim that you walk with the Lord, your action speaks louder than your words. You see, sometimes what you have to understand is that just because you call yourself a Christian does not mean that the life you live is that of a Christian. You see, you have to be very careful what you tell people. And oftentimes you should not say anything about who you are, but you should live the life that you want people to pick up on that you're a follower of Christ and not a, a, a follower or a, a person of the world. 
That is where we get ourselves mixed up. That is where we get ourselves caught up. We call ourselves Christians, but we do not act as though what we say. Because our actions speak louder than our words, which is why every week I tell you, preach the Bible, no matter where you are, no matter where you go. And if necessary, use words because people would rather see you than hear you. It's so important that you understand this traveling pulpit family. The man said, I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. Why? Why could they not heal him? They were with him. They, 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 they ate with him. They traveled with him. They slept with, they slept uh, in the same room with him, but they could not heal the boy and people trusted them. This man trusted him, trusted them, and he brought them to the, the disciples and they could do nothing with them because they had the appearance, but they did not have the power. I want you to understand that traveling pulpit family, just because you call yourself a Christian, you may have the appearance of it, but when you open your mouth, you do not have the power. There are a lot of people right now on social media who are going after your attention. They're telling you things that they want you to hear. They're telling you things that will draw popularity to them. They want as many followers as they can get. But I want you to know one thing, Traveling Pulpit family, it's not the followers I'm going after. It's the souls I'm trying to save. And I'm not alone in this because the power of the Holy Spirit is in me. So what I'm doing is I'm not saving you. I'm telling you who saved me. That is what I want you to know. I want you to know that I'm not trying to save you because I'm a sinner just like you. But I'm telling you who saved me. Because who saved me can and will save you. But Jesus told the man. Actually, he told his disciples and all who were in the presence of his of his voice. He says, oh, faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring me the child. And they brought the child to Jesus and Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the boy was healed instantly. Let me stop right there. What was it? What was it that gave Jesus the power to instantly heal the boy upon whom they brought the boy to, upon whom the demon was in? Jesus was able to do this, not only because he's the son of God. But also remember that he was also 100% human while he was with us. He was able to heal the boy because of the power of his father that was in him. You see, Jesus did everything in direct introduction back to the father. He was introducing the father to the disciples that they would have that relationship with the father through him. Which is why every week, Traveling Pulpit family, I tell you, have that relationship with Christ. Because building that relationship with Christ is building that relationship with the Father. 
Jesus did everything in direct notion of the father and the father in turn gave him power from on high. Why? Because he was a hundred percent man while he was with us as well as a hundred percent God while he was with us. So the disciples are seeing the man cast out the demon. They are seeing the man do these things in front of them. And yet they do not have the confidence. They do not have the power to do the things that they see the man doing. Well, after it was over, the disciples came to Jesus privately and they asked him, why could we not cast out that demon? And Jesus told them, because of your little faith, your little faith. That's why you could not cast out that demon because you have no faith. You look like you have faith because you're with me. But when you open your mouth, you sound like the world. You got to be careful traveling pulpit family, because if you say you're someone, don't tell someone who you say you are. Walk it, live it, preach it through your living. Don't just tell somebody who you are and then they believe you for what you say you are. Then when they find out that you're not the person that they thought you said you were, they they're ruined. You ruined that person because of what you said you were. Not because of what they saw you as being. Be very careful with that traveling pulpit family. Be very careful with that because people are watching us. They are watching us. We don't have to go to an abortion rally. We know what the Bible says. We are pro-life because of what the Bible says. We don't have to go prove it to anyone. We live it before them. They're the ones that are jumping out the window all on the left side, acting as crazy as they can, acting like the world wants them to act. But we have been called by God. We are on the right side of his hand. And he is our protection. He is all we need in this world because he is our provider. They're talking about doing other things. Well, you know what? Let them do it because as long as he has his hands on this world traveling pulpit family, nothing will come to, to harm us because he has his protective hands on us. And let me tell you something. Should something happen to us, then it was our time to go anyway. It was our time to go anyway. We're not meant to be here forever. This is not a, our home. It was made to be our home, but because of things that happened out of our power, the cause and effect, the cause was the garden. The effect is where we are now. Things that happened outside of our power. And you think, Oh, I would have not eaten the fruit. I'd have told him to go somewhere. I'd have told him to get out of my face or whatever. Hey, we can't even tell nudity on the TV to get out the turn because we're going to sit there and watch it. We can't even tell somebody who's made us mad to get away from us because we're going to cuss them out. We're going to tell them how we feel. We can't even walk away from that. So to tell a serpent that you're not going to eat fruit. Don't lie to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Jesus said, you have no faith. But then he follows it up. He tears them down, but then he follows it up. He says, truly, I say to you, 
If you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Don't you know, Traveling Pulpit family, that you have the very power through the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of you? The faith, the size of a grain of mustard seed. And you know how small a mustard seed is, Traveling Pulpit family. It is the smallest of all the seeds on God's green earth. But it grows the tallest plants that you ever would want to see on God's green earth. The faith, the size of a mustard seed is all it takes. And it's easy to talk it. But when you go out into that world, it's hard to live it. But here's the thing, traveling pulpit family. It's been given to you. It's been given to you. Jesus said, if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to move. And it will move from here and there and there will nothing that will be impossible to you. How? How is that mustard seed given to you? Well, Paul follows it up over in Ephesians 6, 6 and 10, as a matter of fact. This is how the mustard seed is applied, traveling pulpit family. It's applied in the form of the armor of God. You see, every day you have to wear this armor. Sometimes not, no, no, not sometimes. As a matter of fact, all the time is the time that you need to wear this armor. You need to sleep in this armor. You need to shower in this armor. You need to dress in this armor. You need to drive down the interstate with this armor. You need to go into the workhouse, the schoolhouse, the, the marketplace. You have to go into the, you have to go into the world with this armor on. What is that armor I'm talking about? I'm talking about the armor that is that is from Ephesians 6 and 10, where, where Paul says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That is why we wear the armor. That is why you have to have the mustard, the grain of a mustard seed of faith because of the powers that are in the heavenly places. Do you not realize when Jesus told Simon Peter, he said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. What was it that he revealed to him? That Jesus was the son of the living God. And he said, for this reason, I will build my church, meaning that statement that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Because of that statement, Jesus said, I will build my church, the body, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now, pay attention to what was written. Go, go back to it and read it. Not what I said, but what is written. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. He did not say that, that the gates of hell would not infiltrate it. He did not say the gates of hell would not imitate it. He said the gates of hell will not prevail against it. 
So this is why we have to have that armor traveling pulpit family. This is why it's so important to have that mustard seed of faith. This is why we must live our faith out amongst those in the world and not tell someone about who we are because there are powers in the heavenly places that are looking and are determined to destroy you. So you have to have this armor. You have to have that mustard seed. You have to have that belief in Christ. Well, what is that armor? That armor is the breastplate, the breastplate of righteousness. That armor is the belt of truth. That armor is the shield of faith. That armor is the helmet of salvation. That armor is the shoes of the, of, of the, the swiftiness that, 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 that you wear that wherever the word, wherever the gospel needs to be heard, that the Lord will send you that, that, that armor, that, that armor of God is the, the shield of, of, of faith. It is the helmet of salvation. It is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I know I repeated some twice, but I want you to understand this traveling pulpit family. That you have to wear this armor. You have to have this armor. You have to have this protection. If you're going to stand for who you say you're standing for. If you're going to show the world who you believe in, who you say you believe in. You don't have to tell anybody about who you are. They will already see it on you. That man went to the ones who was with the healer because they looked like healers with him. But when they opened their mouth, when they practiced the, the, the things that they thought they could do in their own power, they failed. But Christ did not depend on his own power. He depended on the power that was given to him from above. That is why we have to have that mustard seed of faith traveling pulpit family, because we're uh, relying on the power that is from above, not from the, the worldly power that is in us. Because the worldly power that is in us is a false power. It is not a power that 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 can do any type of good in this world. And when we allow the the Lord, when we allow the Christ, the Messiah, the son of God, the king of kings, the Lord of Lord, however you choose to call him, when you allow him to take you and mold you and shape in you and you take that mustard seed of faith inside of you and you wear those six elements that make up the armor of God. This is what will happen over in Hebrew 12, that you will be a surrounded by a great crowd of, cl cloud of witnesses that you will lay aside every weight and sin that clings to you so closely, the Bible says, that you will begin to run with endurance the race that is set before you, looking to Jesus, who is the founder and perfecter of our faith, that, that, that you will in, that you will uh, uh, have the joy that was set before the Lord who endured the cross on our behalf, despising the shame that he had to endure, that he is now seated at the right hand of the father on our behalf, making supplication for us, for us who have the, the, the must, the grain of the mustard seed of faith in us, for us who has the, who wears the armor, the six elements of the armor,
The Bible says that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Now, sin, which clings so closely to us, it will always cling closely to us. It will move when we move. It will rest when we rest. It will go as we go. But here's the thing, traveling pulpit family. When we begin to run with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Here is what will happen, traveling pulpit family. That sin that clings so closely to us does not have endurance. It will run out of breath before we do because we're looking to Jesus, who is the author, who is the finisher, who is the perfecter of our faith. We are looking to him who will provide all our needs. We are looking to him who will give us the, the, the supplication of, of energy that we need to keep running to him and not running away from him, that the sin that clings so closely to us will begin to give up. It will begin to run out of breath. It will begin to wait, wait, wait for me. I'm, I need to take a breath. Wait for him, wait for him. No, you will not stop. You will keep going. Why? Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you that comes from the Father, comes from the Creator. It comes from God Almighty. That same power that was in Jesus when he was on the earth is the same power that is in us right now because Jesus said he would send the comforter. And how is this done? One chapter over Hebrews 11. It's done this way. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And by doing so, 11.6 says that without faith, without that mustard seed, it is impossible to please him for who would for whoever would draw near to God. The creator must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Traveling pulpit family that is what faith can do. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for just allowing me the few moments that I have to just come and share the word of God with you, the gospel, the good news. I come and I share that with you in the name of our creator, in the name of our savior, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. I give this message over to you now that you would receive it, that you will share it, that you will live it, not just say it. And in doing so, I want to ask you and, 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 and to, to just prepare you for what is to come. If you were to leave this earth today, traveling pulpit family, where are you going? Where are you going? How will you get there? And who will take you there? Well, I got the answer right here if you want it. It is in Romans 10 and 9. It says, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That is it right there, traveling pulpit family. That is how you know if you left this world today admitting that you are a sinner and you open your mouth and you confess that Jesus is Lord because of your sin. If you, because of your sin, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, which means when you leave this earth, you're going home with him. You're going to be with him for all eternity. 
Now, I'm not telling you no fable. I'm not telling you no story. And I'm not telling you no lie. I'm telling you the absolute truth. Because if that's what you want, then the traveling pulpit has that for you. But if you want a fable, if you want a story, or if you want a lie, you won't get that from here. You will not get that from, from my mouth. No siree, you won't. But I guarantee you, if you give Jesus your life, if you give Jesus your time, if you give Jesus your energy, he will take all those things and he will turn your life around. Now, that doesn't mean the enemy is going to allow that because he's going to do everything that he can to try to keep you where you once were. But that will make Jesus work that much more in loving on you to let you know that he has you. You don't have to fight this battle no more. The battle is his now because you accepted him. You asked him to come into your life and save you. You asked him to come into your life so that you can build a relationship with him. Now the battle is no longer yours. It is his. All you have to do is live. And people will see the new life that you live, not the old words that you say. But the new life that you live. Why? Because you have that multi-grain multi-small seed of, of faith living inside of you. You're now wearing that armor 24-7. And your life is no longer what it once was. You may look it, but when you open your mouth, people will see the difference. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit family. You can always find me on social media at uh, Facebook, at Instagram, at TikTok, all you have to do is type in the traveling pulpit on Facebook and Instagram on TikTok is TPM 0116. Also, the website still being worked on. It is what it is. But you know what? Progress is still being made. We are still a work in progress. We are a new ministry four years old now. How about that? We celebrated four years traveling pulpit, three years. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. We celebrated three years back in April traveling pulpit family. And I am so thankful to the Lord that this podcast ministry is still going strong and it will continue to go to grow strong because he is in the forefront. He is being uplifted and he is being presented to you. Will you accept him? Will you accept him today? Okay, Traveling Pulpit family, let's get out of here for the day. Let's get out of here for the week. Remember, I love you, but the Lord loves you more. That's why he sent his son to die for you. There is no greater love than one who will lay down his life for his friend. And therefore, he calls us friend. So with that being said, I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice saying hope saying to have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and to look out for the new series coming on next week. Again, I don't know what that is. The Holy Spirit will reveal it to me. And when he does, I'll reveal it to you on next week. But until then, God bless. Tell somebody about the Lord. And if you must tell somebody about the Lord, use <laughs> if necessary, use words. God bless you, traveling pulpit family. Bye for now.